welcome to Pitch It. Bah, 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 first episode. <laughs> nice. Um, this is the podcast where I bring friends, comedians, and actors, and we pitch movies and shows to each other. And yeah, I think this is going to be pretty fun. And today I have a very special guest, Dalton Cote. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Nathan. I'm glad to be here on the first episode of Pitch It. That is true. Yes, sir. And the reason I brought Dalton on today is for a very specific reason. In this show, we basically, like I'm an actor, so I write a lot of scripts and stuff. And me and Dalton have been working on a script for a very, very long time. That's true. We've been working on this for years at this point. It's M- been most of my life. It's been quite a passion project, and this is a podcast where we get to pitch the idea to you guys, and if you guys like it, you can send us a lot of money. Yeah, by all means. It may or may not get made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll have to see. So, yeah, we can... You know what, let's introduce ourselves a little bit more i guess this is the first episode they should probably figure out some stuff uh dalton tell us some stuff about you all right so the name's dalton cote i'm from canada um pretty much from the same town that nathan's from in uh Mm -hmm. in uh, saskatchewan here i uh just had my birthday yesterday so i am now one year older one year closer to the end and that's uh (laughs) Yeah, that's, ah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Um, I want to study abroad, though. That's what I'm. That's my goal right now. So, and I, yeah, I'm. I'm just curious. Do you know when when that year is? Like when you're going to end? Um, if I had to guess, hmm, that's a tricky one. I don't know. Well, hopefully, after I turn forty, it'd be nice to make it to forty. Okay. But, you know, if it happens before it happens before, I can't complain. If I'm going out, I'm going to go out swinging, though. Just know. I found this super, I'm guessing it's a super, super accurate uh, filter on TikTok. And it actually tells you when you're going to die. Oh, really? Yeah. It's crazy. Like, it must have, like, so much, like, scientific, like, technology in your phones to be able to do that. Probably. The AI is probably astounding. I wonder how they do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... It's it's just crazy. I don't think I'd um, want to do that. <laughs> my name is Nathan Taze. I am your host. I used to live in a small town called Saskatchewan. I moved to Toronto, and yeah, I'm an actor, and I'm a comedian, and I'm here. Absolutely. Woo! Woo! There we go. Oh, yeah. okay so let's start talking about our project i think we should first talk about the genre so people know what to that what to expect all right all right that's fair so what we have is kind of like a western movie but at the same time it's kind of a love story true and there's Mm -hmm. some space themes in it also there is some space themes and it it's when you say all those stuff together, you may be thinking it doesn't go together, but the thing is it goes together perfectly and right. it's just amazing. So yeah, don't judge the story by its cover. You got to hear this. It's, it's truly beautiful. Let's talk about our main character for a second. Absolutely. 
And for this, I was thinking, I don't know, we could get, um, I don't know, I, I don't think we've talked about this before. Who do we want playing our main character? Like, who would our dream cast story be? Um, or I was personally thinking, uh, oh, if I had to put who would play our main character? Well, he's a younger guy with a younger figure, but yet he's also has experience in the field. So I would probably go with Zac Efron, maybe, first choice. Zach Efron. Oh yeah. yeah. But that that that's just me. Do you have any other any a- other actors in mind? Yeah, you're right. I was thinking maybe Zach Efron, T- Tom Holland, he'd be pretty cool to have True. on. True. He's young, up- upcoming actor, yeah, up and coming. Mhm. Because not to spoil the first part here, but in one of the first scenes in our movie, he like graduates from a uh, cowboy high school <laughs> right and yeah you, you can't have someone too old they need to be able to pull off being like high school aged right but they can't be in high school because like they need to be able to like they need to be experienced because there's a lot of drama in this yeah they're the hero of the story so they, they gotta have some sort of semblance of responsibility you know exactly yeah okay so those are the main characters and so the main character is named john denver okay and uh well he is a cowboy he is a cowboy his father wants him to be a cowboy but he wants to be an astronaut that's true. He recently graduated Cowboy High School. He was actually valedictorian in uh, in the Cowboy High School. You know, he got his mm-hmm. cowboy diploma, and he was ready to go for a full ride cowboy scholarship to Cowboy College. So, and don't forget, he was also Cowboy Prom King. That's true. That's true. Cowboy Student of the Year, also. Mm-hmm. So he was yeah. really an outstanding student when it came to cowboy. Oh, definitely. And his father has been a cowboy for his entire life, and that's true. His father's father, his grand, <laughs> his grandparents were farmers. Right. Their fathers were parents. Yeah, their father's father actually started the farmers. school. They're the founders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, as you imagine, there is a lot of weight on John Denver to true. be this amazing cowboy, especially since he's so good at it considering yeah considering also the family he comes from it's kind of expected of him but no john denver he wants to go to space in fact let's actually read some of that this is a scene between john denver and his father right just go through the pages here all right let me grab my my sheet here uh yeah i have it here I'll I'll uh, I'll be acting as the role of John's father here, Jim. Okay, and I'll and I'll be John Denver. And this is after graduation, and basically, John Denver's dad is talking to John Denver about how he wants, pretty much, what he should do after graduation. Right. So okay. just just to set the scene, John Denver just graduated Cowboy High School, and he wants to do something else with his life, but Jim Denver is not having any of it. Mm-hmm. That's right. His, his name is Jim. Right. Okay. okay. <clears throat> All right. So I'll uh, I'll start here. <clears throat> 
John, what did I tell you? We're not going over this again. You're going to be a cowboy like I was and like my father was. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about. But this is a cowboy school, Dad. You can't use that language here. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hand to Jesus. I I, I didn't mean it, but but you get what I'm you get what I'm saying here. You get what I, what I'm saying here, son. I'm just not I, having it. But Dad, I I want to see the stars. Well, you can see them right here from our ranch. Just look up at the sky. You see them all every no, single night. No, Dad. I I I want to go up there, like like you, you know, like a bird, like how they how they fly. I, I want to do that, but higher, you know? Well, son, now that makes no sense. How are you going to be a cowboy when there's no cows? There's no cows up there. There's no horses up there. I don't know. Maybe I don't want to be a cowboy. What did you just say? I better not let you. I better not let your mother hear this. She would be over the moon and not like you're going to be because you're going to be on the ranch. You know what? Ha you were saying that you wanted to be a cowboy for your entire life. You didn't have any other dreams. Well, maybe when I was younger, but that was all just that was all just a phase. My my, my pop said I'd grow out of it, and I did. And now I've been living on this ranch for forty eight years since the day I was born. And this is in stage directions here. Uh, John Denver punches Jim Denver in the face. Right. I can't believe you just done that, son. Now you're lucky I'm a pacifist man. I'm a man of the Lord. Now you're lucky I won't touch you. But boy, if you don't get those chores done right now, you're gonna be in a world for uh, you're gonna be in for a world of hurt. Then I'm gonna run away. I don't want you to be my dad anymore. Now, son, why would you say something so hurtful to me? All I've ever wanted for was for you to be a great cowboy. John Denver runs halfway before he hears the rest of what Jim Denver was saying. Yeah. And that's the end of scene two. That's right. Mm -hmm. that's yeah, it, it's, as we said, it's pretty dramatic. It is pretty dramatic. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to tell. I mean, Jim does want what's best for his son, but he, he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want to follow his son's dreams. He doesn't really support his son's dreams, so. And it's an interesting take because it also speaks about the human condition like this isn't like present day this right. story this is during a time when rocket ships weren't even invented like right this is no all one... like fantasy like no one had ever been to space before this is completely new in this era exactly so john denver telling his father jim denver that he wants to go to space it's absolutely crazy to him yeah, it's completely blasphemous. He he can't even believe it. He's lucky he doesn't tell Jim's wife or John's mother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. John doesn't have a wife at this point. He does get one, I don't know, maybe halfway through the film. Yeah, you'll see. Not not to swell too much, but, you know, it's, it, there's a romantic story in there also. Mm -hmm. If you love birds out there. Yeah. And let's actually start getting into that because... Most people, when they hear a love story, like it, lots of them are always the same. Like, there's way too much Hallmark movies out there, and it's right. basically just ruined all love stories. Like, every love story feels the same. That's Am true. I wrong? No, you're completely right. I, I think we need to do something different. Exactly. So, what we did in our story is we didn't have John Denver fall in love with another person, per se. Right. 
but with actually an alien slash cactus. That's true. He does fall in love with an alien cactus. It's 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 truly romantic. It is romantic. And I I don't want to like this isn't plagiarism I'm gonna describe, but you know how like in Avatar, like not like the last airbender. <laughs> this has nothing to do with that movie. Don't worry, guys. Um, good. But in Avatar with those blue people, how they like connect their tails with each other and then they can like feel each other's emotions. Right. You see, the cactus can't talk because, you know, it's a cactus. But True. you can see John Denver emotionally connect with this cactus. And even though the cactus doesn't speak, you can see it through John how the cactus is feeling. That's true. The cactus portrays its emotions through John to the audience. Exactly. So it's, and it's really I think that's complex. How the beauty comes out of it. That's but true. of course, you guys don't even know how John and the cactus meet. And that's actually what our next scene is going to be. That's right. About. Yeah, we're going to get into that right now. Yeah. Okay, let's. <laughs> and don't forget, he's an alien cactus. Uh, what page is it? Maybe page 67? Yeah, I think just around there. Just about there. Oh, no, 68. Okay. Right, right. Got here. Okay, so okay. will you be uh, playing John? I'll play John Okay. Denver, and you can, because the cactus doesn't speak, right. you can be the narrator and oh, okay. just describe, because this is a scene where there isn't much words, right. but it's more like a, observations of what's it's more of a yeah it's more scene. of a visual scene i would say mm -hmm. all right i'll be okay, the narrator so for this year. before the scene john denver he he does build his rocket ship i'm not going to spoil it <laughs> but he, it's pretty cool right first in the entire world actually mm -hmm. and he lands on a planet called krypton right mm -hmm. and yeah and he's already spent a few days there and he sees this cactus and that that's where the scene starts okay okay i see so he lands okay. on a new planet and spots this one-of-a-kind cactus in the distance mm -hmm. okay. okay i'm ready when you're ready okay so john walks out of the spaceship all he sees is mist around him strange trees weird noises the rocks look completely alien and then in the distance, he sees this cactus, but not any ordinary cactus. It's a purple cactus with sort of weird thorns, and it's kind of undulating in a weird way. John walks up to the cactus and uh, thinks maybe it's a good food source because, after all, he hasn't eaten since he left home. Man, I sure am hungry right now. John takes out his knife and slices a little piece off of the cactus. As he does that, he hears a faint little squeal, a little... And then he looks around in complete confusion. What was that noise? Huh? <laughs> what was that noise, he wonders to himself. And then as he's looking around for any sort of creature that could have made that noise, he looks back at the cactus and prescribed in the thorns of the cactus in full English writing was, don't hurt me, I am alive, written in the thorns of the cactus. No. And since he has no friends, he basically sets up camp just by the cactus for the night because after all it's getting dark and cold and he starts having conversations with this cactus and you sure are pretty 
Miss Cathis. What should I call you? John wonders to himself what he should call the cactus. It is alien after all, but I think he would name it after his old school crush, Alice. Alice. That's a perfect name. Right. Uh, or is that weird because my crush back in high school was named Alice? Eh, you know what? It's okay. He ponders to himself if naming the cactus Alice is weird, but then convinces himself it's okay considering he's on another planet. Then, as he calls Alice the cactus beautiful, the cactus noticeably visually blushes through her purple skin. No one's ever blushed at me before. Everyone else just called me an ugly cowboy, even though I was the prom king, but that was just pure luck. I can't believe another person actually likes me, even if that person is a cactus. Ha ha ha. It seems out of John's whole entire life, no one had ever looked his direction before until this alien cactus from another world starts showing him some sort of affection. Anyway, it's getting dark, so as the sun sets, John throws his only blanket over the cactus and sleeps on the ground, completely freezing. And that's the end of the scene. That's the end of the scene right there. That is so beautiful. That is perfect. I mean, can't you guys see how he falls for this cactus? Wouldn't you fall for this cactus? I was falling in love with the cactus as I was writing the script. Me like, too. At first, it, I don't know. I, I thought we were actually going to write a comedy at first. like Because it seems like so stupid, this guy falling in love <laughs> with a cactus. But like, right. we got into it and realized, wow, there's so much depth and so... Yeah, like there's there's a deeper story to be told here that we didn't even realize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I was at first even thinking about like casting myself as the main character. Right. Is, but like, no, we needed like someone super experienced and able to like show that deep emotion towards the cactus. We need Zach Efron. We need Zach Efron. <laughs> we need Zach Efron. Okay. Okay, so we are going to take a little break and then we are going to continue on with the rest of this story perfect so um any last words before we go on our break dalton uh i don't think so i hope you guys are enjoying the story so far we got a lot more to <laughs> and we are back from the break we are welcome back everybody I hope you guys are enjoying the story so far. Like, again, we spent a lot of years on it, and it... right, mm -hmm. many years. I mean, and we've been enjoying telling it to you for the first time ever. You know, mm -hmm. and I hope you're enjoying like the hidden symbolism in there. Like, right? Yeah, there's a deeper what the meaning. This represents, and like, right? I guess you couldn't see the cowboy hat on John Denver, but that represents something. That's true. Yeah. Well, what when we when we film when we actually shoot the movie with Zac Efron, we'll lay out the scene and you guys will be able mm -hmm. to see what we're talking about here. I was gonna say if Zac Efron agrees, but oh, <laughs> he's of course. gonna look at the script and he's that... gonna just like wet himself. It's, of course, it's he's gonna agree. Like I don't understand. He couldn't. I don't think he could turn this down. Like this is just okay. too good. So, where were we last? All right, so okay, we just so left off. Yeah, it was nighttime. This very romantic scene between right. John Denver and Allie the cactus. Right, Al Alice, I think, yeah. 
Alice. Yeah. My goodness, it's the script's right in front of me. Right. I just screwed <laughs> up like that. My gosh. Of course. Okay. So we just I finished that scene. And All right. yeah. And then we get into a little bit of stuff like where um John, he's on planet Krypton. So there isn't much like food source around. Like as we saw before, he's gonna try to eat alice before right and it's a completely alien planet like he doesn't know anybody doesn't know what lives there you know Mm -hmm. so john denver he actually goes and tries to explore around the planet looking for vegetation anything that he could eat that's right once the sun comes up he goes on a little exploration little adventure around the planet there Mm -hmm. and he's gone for days and he's mapping himself like right it's it's kind of a Kind of a tender part, like he marks, he has a map there and he's marking where he's been so he doesn't get lost. But the two main things that he marks for his landmarks is the spaceship. Right. And also Allie, because he wants to find his way back to her. Of course, like, he he really does love this character. Alice, my yeah. gosh. No, no worries, no worries. It's it's, it's a common mistake. Allie is, is actually the cactus's sister that we, that we wrote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's a secondary character that we have and yeah. They're they're pretty similar. Yeah, they're they're pretty similar, so you can see the the confusion there. Okay. All right. So and so he's searching around for a few days and That's right. All of a sudden he finds this cave. He does. He's looking around the planet, he doesn't see anything and then he sees this he hears the sound and sees this light coming from this cave. Although it's not natural sunlight, it's it's almost as if it was like an artificial light, as if it were a candle or a lantern. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to read from the script again. Um, That's right. Yeah, I, I'm already at the page. Um, are you? Uh, yeah, uh, let me just flip to it real quick. Uh, yeah, there we are. So Nathan will be uh, playing John, and I'll be narrating up until I have to jump into the script here. Yeah, and... We're not going to give it away just quite yet. Not not it's quite yet. It's pretty interesting for the viewers. Yeah, it's a little bit of a, a plot twist almost. Mm-hmm. By the way, if this does get made to a movie, don't spoil it for the people who are watching the movie. That's right. You guys can enjoy it, but don't don't try to spoil it for people. Don't be those people. Yeah, you don't want to be those people. All right, shall we okay. get into it? Yep. All right, so the scene starts. We see... We see John walking around the the planet. He hears the sound coming from a distant cave. He looks into the distance, and he sees this this light coming from it. A very faint light. He can barely spot it out. But he starts making his way towards it. And he says to himself, Wait. Is that a light? I, I just want to clarify something about this part. Right. This planet doesn't have any light, so... Yeah, it, it like, seems to be completely uninhabited. So, so when he sees the light from the cave, like this is the first time he's seeing a light that isn't his own like flashlight. That's right. He's almost overwhelmed with like fear and curiosity at the same time. Sir, I just wanted to make that note for the listeners. Okay, Perfect. back to the scene. All right. So he puts, his, he puts his hand over his forehead, his palm, to block out the sunlight to see if he's actually dreaming or if he's actually seeing that light. And he starts moving his legs and, and walking his way over the weird craters and through the odd vines towards the cave. As he gets to the mouth of the cave, 
He examines the walls. He sees it's kind of a slimy film on the on the cave walls. It's almost a damp, sort of different atmosphere inside the cave. And he he's wondering to himself. Uh, he says out loud to himself. Whoa! So this is what a cave is. Right. So he's he's completely perplexed. He's never seen a cave before. Uh, you know, being from the from the Wild West, you know, desert kind of ranch era. So. Mm-hmm. So he starts making his way down the cave. He walks slowly, but yet cautiously, sort of creeping around every corner until the faint light gets brighter and brighter until he eventually sees a figure hunched over in the blanket just in the corner with a lantern beside him. And he's kind of turned around and hunched over and and he he's sort of making this weird like mumbling noise. It's not quite English, but it's not quite alien. It's sort of a mix between both. And John slowly walks up to him. He taps him on the shoulder. And then he turns around and scares it. You see, scares John. I'll, ju- I'll be jumping ah! in here as the character. Whoa. Who are you? Oh, well, ho- hold on, hold on. I-, I didn't mean to scare you. My name's... Uh, <clears throat> one second. I-, I-, I don't seem to remember my name. Who, who-, who are you? I, I, I'm John, John Denver. My, John Denver? I think that's my name, De- Denver. S- S- Sam, I think Sam. Yeah, that's my name, Sam. Sam, Sam Denver, that's me, John. Johnny boy. I, I, I knew, my, my father spoke of a Sam Denver. Are you? Sam no, Denver? You, you can't be. I'm your grandfather, son. Bring it in, Johnny boy. Come here, give me a hug. <laughs> John Denver and Sam Denver go in for a long hug. This yeah. lasts for maybe three minutes. Yeah, it's a very long hug because they, they hasn't seen each other since he, were, he was a child. So, And we were thinking about the soundtrack for this scene. And I'm thinking maybe we put on um, that song Starships by Nicki Minaj. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's a good mm-hmm. move. Good choice. Yeah, that will be in the background during this scene. Perfect. I think it works beautiful. Okay. All okay. right. I haven't seen you in so long, buddy. Johnny, where have you been? I mean, I know you've been at home, but how's things at home? I haven't seen you since we're just knee high. Uh, I. It's good, I guess, but I don't know. I. My dad's forcing me to be a cowboy, and I don't want to be a cowboy anymore. I want to see the stars. Oh, yeah, that Jimbo boy of mine, he lied to you, didn't he? He told you I was a cowboy just like he was. Well, the fact is, I wanted to be a space traveler. I wanted to see the stars. It hadn't been done yet before, and that's why I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it so badly. But your father how, became... How did you get here? I, I made my own ship, actually. It was, it was an old made out of wood and, and, and metal that we hammered and chiseled together, and it, it sadly crashed, so I haven't been able to come back. That's why I haven't seen you in so many years. But my, my my spaceship didn't crash. You can come home with me. You can you can finally go home. Um, I don't know, Johnny boy. I don't think that's a good idea. I haven't seen your father in, in so long. I feel like it wouldn't be right. I didn't really get to say my proper goodbye to him, you know? I've been feeling guilty all these years. John Denver slaps San Denver. Oh. Now what was that for, Johnny boy? No, you're coming home with me. I don't care. I need to prove Dad that he's wrong. All right. And I want you to meet someone. 
<laughs> all right, okay. all right. Okay, that's the end of the scene there. All right, so let's break down what we kind of just went through. So John's walking through this this completely alien biome. He sees a cave, walks through it. Turns out his grandfather's there, and he his father lied to him about coming from a long line of cowboys when really it was just Jim, his father, who was the cowboy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Sam doesn't want to go home. We don't know the full reason yet. Like Sam kind of gets into it in right. this scene. It's as if Sam but... is almost hiding something that he's not telling Johnny or John. Mm-hmm. But John, he's very naive and... Yeah, John. Yeah, John. He, yeah, just, John's, wants he just wants his grandfather grandpa back. home. Right. Yeah, and yeah, he also wants to show his grandfather Allie, Alice the cactus. Right. That's true. He does. He desperately wants to show his grandfather his new, his new soulmate. And speaking of Allie, she actually comes in in this scene, like That's Allie true. the cactus. That's yeah. true. You guys are gonna get to experience what happens when, when this cactus meets. Uh, meet sam here yeah all right so, so yeah they walk back i'm thinking this there's gonna be two scenes in between here one of them is going to be sam and john denver hunting wild alien life we don't really want to get into that because right i mean you guys will see it on the screen it's kind of just like a cgi alien hunt it's these it's a big yeah. battle and there's guns right. and stuff but yeah but we're not going to get into that now um yeah there's that and there's also just a big traveling montage that's true you get to see them walking through the biomes and through all the different sort of alien environments to see you know what kind of Mm -hmm. situation they're actually in krypton is is like that's true that's true okay so and then the scene that we're going to pick it up from is a scene where John and Sam, they make it back to where Alice is. And beside right. Alice is Alice's twin sister. Oh, that's true. Allie. Allie. Oh, no. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You guys are going to get to see yep. their interactions. All that's right, cool. Crazy. All right, all right. Yeah. So let's, should, we, uh, should we dive into it? Yeah, you can be... Sam again. I'll, All right. I'll say it's John. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. All right. All right. So let's get into it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. My... See, there no, she is. Oh yeah. Sorry. What line are you? Were you planning on starting from? No, it's it's okay. You you, you start. Uh, it's it's all right. I just a little mix up in the script here. Okay. Right. Okay. I'll just say it again. <clears throat> See, there she is. Oh my, Johnny boy. That's a fine spaceship you got in the distance. No, 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 not that. Not that. What, her. what do you mean? What do you mean, her? The cactus. What? That that purple thing over there. What do you mean by Is that? Is it colorblind? Oh boy, boy, that's a purple. That's a purple-looking, weird, spiky creature, my boy. I haven't even gone near them since I since I first crashed here. No, no, come. She's beautiful. All right, so they so proceed with Sam caution. and John. They start walking towards the cactus. Right. Sam's a bit... Sorry. Yeah, Sam's a bit... uh, He's a bit on edge. He doesn't want to get close. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Okay. All right, my my Johnny boy, what exactly are you showing me here? What what what's he's got to do with anything we're doing here? Her name's Allie. We met a few days ago. She has a I name. I love her. Does she talk? No. D- John looks away shamefully. Am I Johnny? My no Johnny boy has ever fallen in love with a cactus before. That's true. My Johnny boy, it, it's all right. It's all right. We're on, we're on an alien world. No one's got to know. It's just between me and you, my boy. Wait a second. John notices that there's another cactus nearby, and right, that he was boy. actually looking at Allie when he told his grandpa that he loved her. Oh my! And Alice, we can kind of see the colors, like Alice kind of turns like skin. red, as in like anger. Yeah, there's like a red pulsing through her purple skin. Mm-hmm. Because. She's starting to think that maybe John is having an affair with Allie, her twin sister. That's right. All right. No. <laughs> Allie, I, I... No, Alice! <laughs> I didn't mean that. Now, the cactus sort of has a pulsing energy going through a red, and as, as John gets close, it's almost as if the wind blows the cactus's palm and slaps John across the face. Not, not intentionally, Ow. of course. It's just the wind. <laughs> That that really hurt. Like, there's a lot of spikes on your hand. And the wind seems to blow the cactus's arms so that they're crossed. And uh, the red pulsing continues to go through Alice's skin. This is all my fault. I should have known that she had her twin sister. That's all she could telepathically send to me that entire night. <laughs> now, now uh, Johnny Boy... What what have you been doing with that cactus, uh, without without me knowing about it? I mean, not it's it's nothing weird. We only like kissed and telepathically talked to each other. Okay, okay, okay. Now this is a little bit of a plot twist in the story. So, Allie, Alice's twin sister, looks at Sam, recognizes Sam, and then crosses her arms as well. Yeah. All right. Hey, 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 Allie, let's not do this. My grandboy's right here. We, we don't need to talk about it right now. Okay. So <laughs> right here, John. Right now. Right. It's so emotional. <laughs> it's so emotional. So right now, John, he looks at his grandfather in complete confusion and starts asking, starts questioning him what's going on. Wait, wait, wait. What? What's going on? What? Uh, what what's uh, happening? Uh, not, nothing but nothing nothing i i promise i i swear it's just me and me and Allie here we we know we know each other a little bit we didn't do anything i i swear i swear on my life what did you guys do not, not, not nothing we just Tell we just me what you guys did well it's lonely up here son it's lonely up here johnny boy i don't know no. anyone. i we got married johnny boy I married her. Her name's Allie. She's my wife. So John what? looks. He looks at the at the cactus's spike, and he sees a makeshift ring on one of the spikes. What about Grammy Ma? Well, I see the thing. Is, I thought I was gonna be just stuck here for the rest of my life. I, I didn't think I was ever gonna get back to her. 
So I had to move on. You understand? And if these are twins, does that mean that Alice is like 90s years old? I'm afraid so, my boy. Alice, she's older than me, son. (gasps) She's got a past. A single tear sheds from John's eye. And the red pulsing in Alice's skin starts to go go down as she feels guilty for not for not initially telling John how old she was. And, and, and her that's, past. That's kind of the end of the scene here. Yeah, that's pretty much and the end of that. Yeah. We we told you this as this is one of the probably the best love stories that are ever going to be told in yeah, cinema yeah. history. That's true. Like a goal of that after we decided this wasn't going to be a comedy anymore, we wanted it to be, like, as iconic as Romeo and Juliet. Like, That's true. We after this, this go movie down. comes out, people will be talking about this scene for years. Exactly. This will be prescribed in the history books. Like, this will be a lesson at a university that you have to pay to see. It's going to be that impactful. Anyway, so five scenes go by, and right. yeah, they, they get over it, and they're on their way back to her. Yeah, <laughs> they, they get over it. They do somehow. They do. They work it all out. Mm-hmm. Okay, they, so this is on the rocket ship back to Earth, and this is one of the crazy scenes, because John still doesn't know why Sam truly doesn't want to go back to Earth besides... Of course, there was Allie and Alice. Allie and Alice are with them on the rocket ship. Sorry. I, That's I true. They, they dug up their roots, and now they're in, like, in the corner of the ship. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And this is when Sam actually tries to sabotage the trip back to Earth. That's true. He tries to stop John from heading back to his home planet, from heading back to Earth. He tries to stop him. Mm-hmm. And we we could pretty much tell them why because, yeah, I, I mean how. Absolutely. Uh, so what Sam does is he actually like breaks one of the transmission mo- monotomographers. That's true. He spaceship. does. And for those of you who don't know his space facts, that right. uh, thing that is like kind of the navigational thing that keeps it all together. Right. It's, it's sort of the ship's direction, like compass almost. Mm-hmm. So this is the dramatic scene between John and Sam. And this is kind of one of the biggest, like the final fight almost like this is, this is when it escalates the most of the story yeah this is sort of the highest point of tension in the entire story even higher than between jim and and john okay all right so let's uh let's get into it shall we okay all right right, so i'll be playing i'll be playing sam and i'll just go through his lines of what he's doing in this moment okay all right so we cut to the outside of the spaceship it's clearly flying through space right and then Mm -hmm. the camera closes in on one of the porthole windows and then it moves through the glass and sees Allie and Alice in the corner. You know, their roots are dug up. They have their dirt with them. They're in their, in their space bosses. That's true. And we see John in the corner, also with the cacti, but he's asleep. He's fast asleep. He's had a long day. He's out of it. And then we look at the, at the driver module, like the, the driver's seat almost. And we see Sam with sort of a sinister look on his face. 
dramatic music starts playing. All right. Shally, don't don't wake him. Don't wake him. I, I got to do something about this. Don't don't tell him, though. I can't let him go back to Earth. I can't. Ah! Night terrors. Uh, uh, Johnny, uh, hi. Hey, I was just uh, I was just uh, looking uh, through the I was just looking through the window to see what we were uh, how beautiful it is out here. John looks sure suspicious. Uh, what do you what, what do you mean, son? I, what do you mean? I I've I'm just doing uh, I'm just doing my job here. I'm just looking through the windows and and enjoying space. Wait. Grandpa Sam, what's that in your hand? He puts his hand behind his back. What do you mean, son? There's nothing in here, Johnny boy. It's just just me. No, I see something is in your hand. Let me. I'm gonna come over there. I don't know what you're Sam. talking about. John walks over to Sam. John walks over to Sam. Sam punches Johnny right in the face, clocks him in the face. Oh yeah, I did miss that part. Yeah, yeah, he punches it's him a so really hard. Punch like yeah. BC. Maybe six punches right. from John throughout the film, and this scene is definitely his biggest punch. Like he's definitely gotten better. Right, right. So, so John punches Sam in the face mm-hmm. out of pure suspicion, and then Sam falls onto the floor, and his, his hand opens. Ah, oh, John, Johnny boy, it, it ain't what it looked like. I swear. That's. I was just trying to. St- I was just trying to stop you from heading back to Earth. We can't go home, Johnny boy. That's exactly what I thought it was. No, that <laughs> you you can't do this. Why can't you go back home? I'm I'm sorry, Johnny boy. I just I can't let you do it. You you don't understand why, but I just can't let this happen, Johnny boy. It's for your own good. No, we have to go back. You have to tell me right now. Before I kill you, Johnny John boy. pulls out his cowboy gun out from his back pocket. Right now, no, 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 hold, hold on, Johnny boy. Just wait. Just wait before before you make any any rational decisions. Just hold on. Let me let me explain myself. And he kind of takes off his cowboy hat after all these years, puts it over his heart. Sam does, Johnny boy. I didn't want to break the news to you, but we're infected with a deadly virus. And if we went back to Earth, it would wipe out all of humanity. Wait, how did, how did we get infected? Well, you see those two cacti over there? Allie and Alice? They're actually yeah. carrying a deadly parasitic disease. It turns you into an almost, almost a zombie-like creature. And the only reason... You're just we, telling we me this now? It was too late, son. You'd already come in contact with him. I couldn't get to you in time. That's why I was so skeptical on Krypton. That's why I didn't want to go up to them again. I couldn't look them in the eye after what they did to us. But the only reason we're still alive is because of the atmosphere of Krypton. Now see, the virus, it's, it's tame when it's on Krypton. But when it's on Earth, it would be completely unleashed, creating a, a giant epidemic. It would destroy humanity. <sighs> Have you? Sorry, another. This is kind of one of the funny parts in the film. Like, yeah, this is a comedic. I part. don't want to give away the one-liner that John gives, but it's <laughs> it's pretty good. And right. yeah, John is kind of torn between himself. This is when we see his 
because he's always want to like go to space. But now that his grandpa is telling them that he's going to be stuck in space, right. he realizes all that he had back home as yeah, a cowboy. He, he wants nothing more than to go home, and he realizes he didn't get to say his proper goodbye to his father, Jim, and he'll live with that for the rest of his life if he stays out in space. Grandpa, I... What is it, Sean? This... It's going to have to be a risk that we're going to have to take. I can't stay in space forever. Now, now, Johnny boy, just hear me out before you do this. We're talking about the entire detriment, the entire John destruction. shoots the gun <laughs> and kills Sam. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Johnny boy. No. I'm so sorry. Johnny boy. Tell, Sam dies on the uh, floor. Uh, you see a single tear coming from Allie, the cactus's yeah. cacti body. And she can do nothing but watch. A single a single tear drips down her, her prickly purple skin. And what happens is, um, John, he fixes the spaceship. And he sure. steers it back towards Earth, even though that his grandpa warned him. Yeah, he, he completely foregoes the warning and and starts heading it right back to home. You actually see the moon in the distance at this point. And then we cut to the end credits. Right. That's the end of the movie. And that's the end if, of the story. I don't know, if a lot of people pay us enough, we could probably make a sequel to be honest. Yeah, if if we have a good box office weekend, you know, we might be able to work something out with a sequel, a part 2. We've already got it written out, so mm-hmm. we, you know, we didn't even tell them the title of our movie. <laughs> That's true. We haven't told them the title of our movie. Uh, go ahead and tell them, Nathan. It's Cacti Space Mayhem. Right. Yeah, we worked yep. on that title for a long time. We actually, it was one of the first things we made all those years ago. Yeah, we actually came up with the title first, and then we... Yeah, yeah. We we decided, movie. you know, we, we wanted to decide what we were going to make before we made it, so... Yeah, because we didn't want like a stupid name like the Hunger Games or something like that. Like yeah. a name like that. It's so I, I saw that like, yeah, like Avatar. What the heck does that even mean? Yeah. Like our ours is way better and and way deeper. hmm And yeah, that's that's the story. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's it took us a long time to make and we're both really proud of it. Right. We really hope you guys like it. We've been working on this since I was ten years old, so Long and time. Zach, if you're listening, uh, hit us up. <laughs> yes. Come on, we, Zach. I've got the contract right here, and we can sign whenever. And if you're listening and you're not Zach Efron, please send this send to Zach him. Efron. <laughs> please send this to Zach for him to listen to. Because yeah. I think he's going to be interested. And we should also talk about the casting for Sam. That's true. Sam, actually, I wanted to be uh, played by Sam Elliott, you know, sort of like an old space cowboy. That's why, you know, I don't know if you guys caught that, but that's why he had the bushy white mustache, you know. Mm. Yeah. I was actually thinking, like, I also want to go with, like, an older cowboy guy, but I was thinking right. maybe, like, a classic Clint Eastwood, which would be really cool. I mean, yeah, that would that would work. That would work just fine, too. And if who I mean, would we either work. That's true. Either our works, and who would we cast for uh, for the father Jim, Jim Denver? Father Jim. Yeah. I was thinking maybe Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I think I think that would work great. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, yeah. I think that's a that's a great direction we want to keep. You know, have a diverse cast. You know, mm-hmm. 
I think it would go well in today's radar. So. Yep. Okay, so that's the movie. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug before we end the show, Dalton? Um, I just want to say uh, thank you so much, Nathan, for having me. Uh, follow me on Instagram at DJC underscore 666. And uh, yeah, so glad to be here. Episode one of uh, Pitch It. It's great being here, Nathan. No problem. And you can follow me on my Instagram at Nathan Space Taze One. That's right. Yeah. That's the end of the show. All right. Thank you so so much. Remember, kids out there, if you fall in love with a cactus, don't kiss it because you could get a deadly disease. That's right. Lesson learned for you kids out there. Bye.